Previously, on Quest Friends Hereafter. I have been accused of murder. Uh, what? I what? Who? Some scuba corps employee named Sammy Esther. Sandy Esther? (laughs) Sammy. Sammy Vester? Sparky Malarkey. Sammy Esther, boss. I have an idea on how to find one of the key clones to ask them. Could they, like, unsummon me and I go question one? (gasps) Mom, you need to describe exactly what happened after we led everyone to Oset Scuba's office the other night. Sparky, you look around the body and you see a tag that says Spirit City. (laughs) Because this is a fake body. Irene, with a whoosh, you feel your soul literally propelled back into your body, and half of a coin just falls on the ground in front of you. And as you look around you, you can see in multiple jail cells different people. You can see Maybelline is over in the corner, and she's kind of, she's doing like an evil finger thing. She seems frazzled, but frazzled in a way of somebody who has a plan. In the cell next to her, next to you, across the way, and all over, you see a bunch of Aurelio Enrique Ueso Kanakas, <laughs> one of whom is in front of you just doing a harmonica, but he's taken one of his bones God. and just carved it into a little harmonica that he's playing woefully. <laughs> you! The music playing stops. Now, oh, come on. What would you want from good old Fede? And you can actually see the head is lower on the body because this skeleton has been rearranged into just a haphazard random bits and bobs of shape. Like he is not in a regular form. What the fuck? Because this is is the key clone that Pokio put back together, but put back together incorrectly. (laughs) They did their best. They're a doctor sometimes. (laughs) I have questions. We all have questions. Yes. Little friend. Le- uh, What's it mean to be the sixth? The second, you know, you get something fun. And by the time you get to fifth, you just get angry and vengeful. And all you can do is play. And he looks at the <laughs> little harmonica bone. That's very nice, I'm sure. But I have important questions that are relevant to something that I need to know soon rather than something that this seems like will take you oh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Gotta chill out, little sis. Sound a lot like Eddie right now. How dare you? Eddie went down like a chump. <laughs> Took us all with him, didn't he? Well, that sucks for you. Sure does. Now. Lil sis, it sure does. And he goes I, back to playing. No. Sir, did you see a murder? 
he thinks back to all the horrible fucked up things Kike has seen, oh. as canonically pointed out in the Halloween special, <laughs> and thinks, me from another life. Yeah. Did you see a man named Sammy Esther get murdered three days ago in the scuba core space scraper? Roll me convince somebody. Roll with heart. No. But roll with advantage. Okay. Eight. <laughs> so he's, he's going to talk to you, but there's going to be a minor complication. He just starts, you know, kind of sing-songing along, being like, Sammy Esther, never knew the name. Sammy Esther, ne- And he looks down. You don't have anyone in there with you, do you? I don't, do I? You feel, well, as you came back, remember when you were summoned to the other place, your necromon appeared? Uh-huh. As you come to this place, you can feel your necromon starting to appear around you. But specifically... The first one to manifest is Pokio. Oiko. Commander, is that you? Oiko? Oiko, go, go! What are you doing here? I thought you got a while Oiko, go, 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 That's terrible, Commander. And the drawback is that he will only talk to Pokio. Oiko, go, Oiko, go, Oh, the, the stitching guy? Oiko. Oh yeah, I know I know exactly who you're talking about. His head he's so alarmed, his head jumps back up to the top of his body, and he gasps, and all the other key clubs around him gasp. Uh in deference, Pokio takes off their chef's hat and holds it in front of them. All the key case take off their skulls and put it in front of them. Then put it back on. Fede looks over to the one and says, Guys, guys, make some noise. Make some noise. And the other ones start talking a bit more. And he grabs his head, sets it outside of the bars, and then just knocks it over to you, like using one of his arms. So the skull rolls to your bars, Irene. So he like mini golfs it. Yeah, he mini golfs his head over to you. I guess I pick up his head and hold it next to Pokio. Now, you didn't hear this from me, but Eddie kept saying that he had some benefactor that was in charge of our whole operation. Now, this benefactor only talked to Eddie. Yeah, but this is where it gets interesting. So after you all went and left, right? A couple minutes later, some of the guys tell me, I wasn't there, but they told me after the fact, that the benefactor... She contacted them directly. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I don't know where she told them to go, but did hear something about taking care of a, of a body, if you know what I mean. Oh, my God. Well, that, that's, that's all I know. I couldn't make it that far myself. And uh, you hear one of the guys in court like, hey, hey, they're coming. They're coming. All right. All right. They're, they're coming. They're coming. You got to oh push God. me back. Oh my God. Push me across. Oh, my God. oh. <laughs> I mean, Pokio seems to want to do the honors. Oh yeah, very much so. I'm just gonna hand the head to Pokio. <laughs> uh, Pokio is a small little cactus. So the way that Pokio does this is um, by like, instead of pushing, it's gonna be like a twirl thing. Like, uh, like- They're gonna do the sonic spin dash. They're gonna do the sonic spin dash. They're gonna do the sonic spin dash. Thank you, Tom. 
and the head rolls back over and conveniently right as Fede starts to put his head back on Irene you can feel your soul start to get sucked out again from the coin and as the scene around you starts to fade you and more importantly Pokio sees as he salutes again and says good luck commander for the last time what business do you have in my private surveillance room? We wanted access to your private surveillance room. As you all come back, Irene, you see the rest of the party in this room that is full of high-tech stuff. There's a big computer wall monitor with a bunch of files on it. You've got a card slot that Sparky used last adventure to upgrade her scuba core access to legendary. And most importantly, in front of the computer, you see a very grumpy Oset scuba shooting daggers at anyone unfortunate enough to cross his line of sight. (laughs) Show him the badge, boss. She presents it with authority. As you know, I'm an investigative reporter. As you didn't know, I'm now also a defense attorney, as are all of us, including the child. So we are here to uh, legally request access to your videos. He looks at you, Irene, at that. Ah, the murderer! You're in cahoots. Not the murderer. You're in cahoots with the murderer? No, no, no badge will get you through Oset Scuba with such frivolous evidence. Hush! Do you care so little? You, you talk about frivolous evidence, but you don't have any evidence to call this child a murderer. So who is the one that has the frivolous evidence? It's you. That's the answer. <laughs> he looks right past you, Kike, at Hilda. What did you say to me? I said, do you care so little about Sammy's death? You don't even want to find the truth? That's it. Get out. Zeppelin! And he calls to the AI. Zeppelin, contact security. Get them out of here immediately. No, we know you were watching the cameras that night. We left you in here with that when we went off to go find everyone. Was signed before we had even finished the fight in in the the heart of your, I don't know, collection, whatever it is. You are making this case. The hostage situation hadn't even ended. You are making this case awfully worse for yourself by explicitly incriminating yourself at the scene of the crime where my precious collection got removed. I'm not saying anything that happened there, but... You are lucky that this is not the most pressing matter on Osetsukuba's mind. And he turns to you, Kike. I don't need evidence. I know the truth, and when I don't, I make it. And the truth is that Sammy Esther was murdered. We're not saying that he wasn't murdered. It just wasn't by me. That's the whole point. Well. We don't even know that he was murdered, really. He looks at you now, (laughs) Kike. What did you say? (laughs) Did I stutter? (laughs) That's just like a costume sitting out there, you know. It still has the tag on it. Real dead don't have, like, bodies. (laughs) So you're, you're, doing, you're presenting the evidence to him Oh my now? god, yeah, we sure. are! We're presenting sure, the evidence. Sure, sure. Present some evidence. Yeah, yeah, let us in. Spirit City. With the Sammy Esther you know, shop at Spirit City. Sammy had a sense of class to him. Mm-hmm. He only shopped at places like Kohl's or Better. 
He only shopped at Kohl's. It was the <laughs> only place they got his, his jacket. But he fiercely takes... I, I'm assuming you're not carting the body around, so whatever tag you have... No, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's Phoenix Wright rules. Yeah. We presented the evidence. It's still with us. And we're going to say he has a barcode on the back or something like that. He turns around, Zeppelin, investigate this. And... This zero, real. <laughs> yeah. The screen appears, and uh, you hear a robotic voice say, "Raggedy boy doll costume available at the following Spirit City locations." <laughs> oh <Yes>. God! <laughs> and you can see that it is at various Spirit City stores. There's just a bunch of listings for uh, a doll costume that, down to the swirls on the cheeks, looks identical to Sammy. And Oset pauses for a second. And the perceptive among you might notice that he's shaking. And he just says, What other evidence do you need? The camera. There's one camera in that room, right? Only one camera. But expect better from investigators like you. There are multiple cameras. Which angle would you like to view? All of them. Nice one, boss. Kika will also say, like, nice one, Sparky. But while Hilda's was, like, earnest, like, good, Kika's was definitely sarcastic. This was also Hilda's clue. He just took it. So he he pulls up the camera and he says, what time would you like to see? Between 11 and 11.20 p.m. Yeah. All right. So he's going to show you that the sound is a bit garbled. And he says, the fiends who attacked my space scraper, their work on the scuba core scuba lights, unfortunately scrambled the sound. But we do have good video. And you see a scene. And Hilda, it, for the most part, aligns with the text that you got from your mom. Yes, tell us. So, you first see the Necromon break in. They make an utter mess of the place. Oset's papers are knocked on the ground and quickly covered by Boidelrat's greenery. You see Sammy open the doors, everyone else bursts in. Sparky goes down, and she doesn't take all the papers, but she definitely takes some documents. Oset luckily does not seem to notice yeah. that. He's too Nobody focused. Nobody pointed out. <laughs> and then it cuts out, which is funny because you didn't notice anything weird about that in your mom's description. Hilda, you noticed that your mom said, essentially, we were in there. You know, there were a bunch of folks around. T.T. Romanov kept touching stuff and people told <laughs> her not to. And then Lucas and I went and we cleaned up some of the uh, additional like paperwork and grass that was on the space. And when the static comes back in, when you see the screen again, you see sure enough, the papers are nicely stacked on the desk and all of the grass that Boidelrat has spilled is actually tucked up in the corner. It's not there anymore. And as the screen is playing, you can see now Oset is in the room talking to Sammy, mm. which is what your mom said. Your mom said Oset came in, he yelled at everybody, told him, get the fuck out. And you can see he's pretty upset with Sammy, but he looks more hurt than anything else. And so he and Sammy are arguing with each other. And then Oset turns as he hears a sound down the hallway you came from. He says something to Sammy, who leaves and then Oset leaves and goes the other way. So Oset goes down the hall where you were, Sammy leaves out the front door. Mm -hmm. The camera feed cuts out a second time, and Oset, ah! He makes like a pain sound because after a little bit more of static cut out, you see the crime scene exactly as you saw it a couple minutes before. Well, that's convenient. 
What could alter this footage aside from you? No one. The only way to alter things unequivocally is through the use of the immensely powerful Zeppelin AI. And in order to use that, one must have a legendary clearance key card and one must know the code phrase to activate the device. How many key cards are there? Are you the only one that have it or? I am the only one and not a single other person has the key card or has heard me utter the phrase that I need to utter to start the Zeppelin AI. (laughs) So what you're saying is you can be the only murderer. You're on thin fucking ice. (laughs) Kyle, I know that he said a specific phrase. Can I roll to remember it? I don't remember it. Yeah, roll to remember. Because I want to just ask the AI, hey, who accessed you? Okay, what would this be, books? Uh, yeah, let's understand. What does a seven get me? Uh, I will take one for the team and up your roll to a ten in exchange for Kyle using a hard move against me. We're we're going to do a flashback <laughs> to when the room opened up and the first words you remember him saying were Zeppelin rise. Rise, that was it. <laughs> Zeppelin rise. Hello. Wait, wait, no, no, wait, 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 no, 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 uh, no, no. Zeppelin, did anybody access you the night of insert date here between 11 and 11.20 p.m.? Or actually any time after that, has anyone accessed you for any video editing of any kind? What if the computer views everyone who accesses as Oset Scooter? Because <laughs> Oset assumes only he knows. Well, That's what I was it thinking. Did say... Don't give Kyle ideas. Because it greeted you as hello, Oset Scubo. It's you... true. Uh, I'm. I'm. You know what? I. Uh, yeah. I can only be accessed by Oset Scuba, as he is the smartest, bravest, most fashionable boy in the world. <laughs> How many times did somebody access you in the time of night between hours blank and blank? I was accessed three times over the course of the requested time frame. The first session lasted 15 minutes. The second session lasted two minutes. Finally, the current session has been running for 4,117 minutes. What? And you can see that Oset Scuba just has deep bags under his eyes. Oh my god. Because he's gonna like turn to Scuba and just cross his arms and be like, Do you still think that nobody can access this computer here but you? I'll take that silence. Here's the hard move. Oh no! (laughs) He turns to you, Hilda. You were here, were you not? I was, yeah. Hilda didn't do anything wrong any more than I did anything Silence, potential murderer! Irene stomps her little foot and crosses her arms. I'm not a murderer! How do you still think that she's a murderer? What are your alibis? In Oset Scuba's court of law, proof of evidence lands on the defendant. So prove to me that you are innocent. What are your alibis, Scuba? We escaped from the tower by fighting uh, the hostage takers and also Maybelline, who betrayed you, as you already know. We are each other's alibis. An alibi for one crime, and yet Zeppelin, and as he says that, video footage of you stealing his shit and leaving (laughs) the room appears. A confession for another. I will give you another bargain. 
as you have so shamefully rejected my previous one. Find the murderer. And then he leans in closer to you, Hilda. Or there is no layer of the here, the hereafter, or the afterworlds that you will be able to squirrel yourself into to hide from me. Okay, sure. Well, I suppose since anyone has access to this now, <laughs> I'll give you the run of the place. And he gets up and wipes his face a little bit and then stomps off. That went well. Did my text from Alina mention if she saw Sammy go anywhere in particular after he left the room? He just went into a hallway somewhere. He went to the outer hallway. She didn't follow him. Okay, so lost track of last person to see him, Alina. Got it. Yeah. Um, there was one piece of evidence that I forgot about, but I don't know if I want to mention it or not. Rude. I would like you to mention it. I'll say that as you leave, Oset slammed the keyboard again, and the image goes back to Sammy's body. Dramatically, as he walked, we could see him walk away with, like, Sammy's body on the screen, just, like, looming over him. But you notice that... There's a painting of him with a little trophy in front of it. You could swear that that painting and trophy are a couple of inches to the right than where they were earlier. Like in previous... Like in the previous videos. Yeah. First clip of everyone in the room, they're in the normal position. The clip of Sammy and Oset arguing and then leaving, normal position. But from the clip of Sammy's body onwards, the painting and trophy are just ever so slightly askew. And as you're looking at that, you hear a voice say, Yeah, I mean, that was really, really impressive. Kind of stuff I'd expect from future champions. And Lucas Bang is just sheepishly in the doorway, kind of waving his hands. Oh, did the rounds get off they off of you? Uh, yeah, yeah, they, um, I, I, I answered their questions, and, um... What were they even asking you? I mean, pretty much did you do it. But like over and over, huh? I mean, yeah, yeah, over and over again. And then they like just started throwing out names and asking, you know, who did do it? Did this person do it? Eventually I got to like, you know, talk about what happened, but. You remained very brave. Sparky lies a little bit to make him feel better. He smiles. Okay, good. Um, I do want to, I do want to prod Lucas and say like, so what, what, what did happen? Uh, Well, I mean, it's, it's hard to remember. So, so you all went off and, um, uh, you know, we just kind of hung out a little bit. We just waited. And then, and then Oset came in and he, he yelled at all of us. And then we went out and, uh, and the next thing we knew, the Undertakers were there. Wow, that's not very helpful. Well, that's what I told the Undertakers. What time would you say the Undertakers showed up? Your best estimate. Uh, late? No, the, I need specifics. I know it's an estimate, but give me I've, a time uh, estimate. He's panting. I've never been good with time. Um... Well, I've never been good with getting accused of murder, but I'm doing my best. Have they accused you? Yes! That's why, uh, her phantom is here. Oh my god, you're a ghost. Well, it's phantom. Surely you heard that whole- it doesn't- it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Lucas, and she's gonna, like, take both of his arms, you know? I need you to remember specifics. I know that you can do it. You've done it a million times before. Remember, remember how I used to ask you what happened and you'd say, oh, it was this. And then we'd solve mysteries. I need you to do that again. I need you to to pull from your memory. High clue. You clue. High clue. High clue. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like high clues. Remember? That's that's what I need. But this time it's for time. 
minutes for time. Well, about what time? He shakes his head and he extends a piece of paper and he says, I, I looked around after you left and I found a high clue. I snatch it from his hands. You snatch this piece of paper that has some writing on it and a little bit of glitter. And it says, thought the case was done? That's simply adorable. We have just begun. What the fuck? 23 years ago, Pickle had a case. It was the final case of Pickle. They were contacted via a haiku to solve an art monster haunting Miss Victoria's manor. Miss Victoria was a prolific art creator, a very extravagant woman who clearly was a fan of you. Now, when you all arrived, you split up pretty quickly, as all good investigation teams do. And you notice that throughout the house, there were a series of haikus left by the culprit. You know, one thing leads to another. You get chased by the ghost of melting monster Van Gogh, and you eventually figure out that the culprit was actually Miss Victoria herself. After all, the letter calling you was a haiku, just like all the clues. And she was really excited. She said, this was my big test. If you failed, I got to keep you in my art collection because the monster was putting people in paintings. But if you succeeded, here's a bunch of money for Pickle. What happened after that, Sparky? Took the money. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. And Sparky was like, wow, this will really help us get like an office and business cards and other things you need to like start a company as an adult who has graduated from high school slash maybe college later. But we could like, we could like, you know, really get off the ground with Pickle with this money that we have won from this uh, kind lady who was very bored, apparently. <laughs> What else happened, Sparky? Um, everyone was like, actually, we don't want to. Because <laughs> they're bad. And they are abandoners. And they wanted different things. And that's not allowed. Alina started a business. Yeah, a different business. Here I was, business starting ideas. And she went and did a different thing. Elliot went to law school. Sell out. Chaz finally bought the dying radio station he was such a big fan of. Yeah, instead of an office. And Sparky, 23 years later, find yourself holding a high clue. Where was this, Lucas? Uh, uh it, was, um, it was, um, it was somewhere by the body. I think it was like uh, uh, a drawer. That was it. It was in a drawer. Can you show me which drawer? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can, I can go show you the drawer. Any motions to like go out and show you the drawer? Okay. And why, why, why were you opening drawers? Uh, it, it was sticking out of the drawer. <laughs> when we were investigating, did we notice anything like that? Can I roll a memory check again? Uh, yeah, roll. That's a 10 with my plus two in books. <sighs> I'm rolling good tonight. Yeah. You don't remember anything sticking out of a drawer. Mm. Um, that's. Interesting. So your story first was that it was by the body and then it was in a drawer, which I would consider not quite by the body. And then I asked why you were looking in drawers and you said it was sticking out. Yeah. So which of those stories is true, Lucas? Or is it none of them? He looks hurt. Uh Lucas, I'm sorry, but you're not a very good liar. And this is only going, this is going to hurt a lot of people, frankly, if, if, if you don't get the story straight. Listen, even if this is all true, I need you to try a little bit harder to remember things clearly. I feel like you are holding something back from me. It came to me. Like through the mail? 
Yeah, yeah, like like through the mail. It was sent to me, and I I just I thought I thought it'd be too suspicious. You know, I just I, well, I found this in my mailbox. When? I don't remember. <sighs> it, it, was it today, or was it right after the murder, or was it before the murder? There, there was a murder. Oh, of course, there was a murder. Um, um. <laughs> what day is it? It's Tuesday. Monday, I think. Okay, so yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah yesterday. And do you have the envelope that came in? Not, not on me, but I can go get it. Okay, I think that you should do that. Okay, and and he rushes off. There he goes. Sparky sighs, and then actually, um, first she's gonna turn to Hilda. She's gonna say, uh, Hilda, ask your mother if she has gotten a high clue lately. She'll know what it means. Hilda will do that text, but ask back, "What does this mean, boss?" It's from an old case of mine back in back in high school when me and your mom, uh, Lucas, sometimes were on that um, investigate. I don't remember much about it, you know, pickle. Uh, it was just, you know, it was our last case. Woman was really nice. I think she was very bored. She was the culprit, you know. Um, and this was the way she gave us clues. They were they were high clues because they're haikus, but they're clues. But I don't know what she could possibly have to do with this case and why did only lucas get a message i don't have one of these i don't want to ask elliot (laughs) (laughs) but ask Chaz. but if only why would only lucas get one if this was the case you should ask elliot and when you ask him you should kick him lucas bang no elliot oh oh elliot yeah i could overpower elliot in a fight no problem i mean you could kick lucas bang too that would be also fine that wouldn't work on Lucas. But yeah, I could take Elliot in a fight. What if Elliot sent it? He's one of the people who would have known about it. And you said, in that case, the person who invited you was the real culprit. Maybe he's trying to do some kind of callback because he invited us to the case. Maybe he's doing this all on purpose as like some sort of sick, I don't know, joke, display. Elliot would kill an innocent man well, for sport. We don't think Sammy's actually dead at this point. That's true. Only that he can't be found anywhere, and that warrant was issued minutes after the body was discovered, almost as if this was all waiting and plans. And who could do something like that except for Elliot? Like, they knew, and Irene had been framed before we had even landed back on planet Earth. It's true. Irene, uh, who hates you? Elliot. Okay, yes, but, you know, what does he gain from this? If only we could find where Sammy is, that would fix everything. Well, I mean, I don't have anything of Sammy, but, like, I do have the natural hunter move that I have used before. I mean, you have something Sammy might have used in another room. The tag? The fucking body. Yeah. But like, that's a, that's, is that like his actual body though? Like, I thought it was like a fake thing, right? He could have handled it though. We don't know. Maybe this is all full of shit. What if Sammy just is not actually one of the dead or something ridiculous like that? And he's just been a guy in a suit. Like he, that he just was inside that. Pretending. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess I can give a shot of using natural hunter. And using the doll corpse or whatever to see if I can figure out where he might be. Yeah, how about this? Roll me two dice. Mm-hmm. 
and then roll me a third and tell me what both of those are so I won't tell you whether or not you got the benefit from the advantage. Oh, God. And while Ari does this, add Elliot Hawthorne to your court record. Whoop, whoop. Can I, like, can I help? Irene, how do you want to help? Um, the problem is I can't think of really a good way to help, but, like... Look, she's got to be able to use her phantom powers. Yo! Yeah, can I, like, I don't... Irene Phantom. I want to go ghost. Gotta go ghost. We'll we'll say for some reason that you feel. I can use my overextends if you want. How do you want to use your overextends? This is fascinating to me. I see KK doing something, and I want to force some use out of my ghostly powers. What what does overextends do? So overextends. Basically, you can contribute one AP to an action without spending that AP. So I wanted to basically give Ari that AP for advantage. And the GM is able to hold one hard move in response. Yeah. Roll me another one, Ari. Roll with double advantage. Uh, So I I roll another one dice. Yeah, roll me another D6. Okay. Roll good. Uh, no, it was like the exact same. No, wait. <laughs> yeah, it was the exact same roll. So it's just another seven. Oh. All right. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a choice. Okay. Do you want to know approximately where your target is? Or do you want to receive an answer about Sammy's relationship to that suit? Oh, oh man. I mean, this is a hard one. Do we wanna do we wanna discuss as a as a as a group? What do you what do we think? I think the approximate location is more valuable information. Yeah, I think so too. Because I think it will help answer if he's dead or not. Yeah, like yeah. it will tell us definitively if Sammy is like dead, dead or not. Yeah, I think I want that then. So Kike, you are investigating this trying to figure out piece things together mm-hmm. and it's difficult because you don't know if this is actually like a copy or something related to sammy or what mm-hmm. and suddenly you hear irene yell he's in the building and irene without thinking about it you vanish what oh no Irene has disappeared. Who is there to take her place except the announcement break? Just like with last episode, the main thing I want to talk to you about today is our end of arc survey. So this is a survey just to kind of get an idea of what our audience is like, what brought them to the show, what they'd like. And also I have specific questions about some specific changes I'd like to make or or I'm considering. So things like... Uh, Do we like the structure of how many parts an adventure is? Or would you like a Quest Friends wiki? Stuff like that. You can also, at the end of that survey, submit a question to our End of Arc Q&A session, which we will have on Tuesday, February 28th at 8 p.m. Central Time. And that's over at twitch.tv slash questfriends. So again, we've got a survey. The survey is going to be open 
until that Q&A happens, you can answer as many or as few questions as you'd like. And that survey due date and the stream itself is going to be on Tuesday, February 28th at 8 p.m. Central Time. Unless it changes, and in which case I'd let you know in the announcement break and or social media. Right down there by a link to the survey and to our Twitch page, you're going to find a link to The Story Told. The Story Told is an exciting and dynamic podcast dedicated to the promotion and review of tabletop role-playing games. You can join Logan and his co-host Griffin on a weekly basis as they discuss a whole myriad of topics, review a wide variety of games, and even have the occasional interview. And the interview is actually where they overlap with us because in February, they're going to be releasing an interview I had with Logan about adapting games with existing IPs, my thought process behind Under the Neighborhood, stuff like that. It was a really good time. It was, it was a nice conversation where we treaded some ground that I've discussed before, but also explored it from new angles. But if actual plays are more your speed, you can check the story told out on Twitch, where they're joined by an amazing cast of friends to sit down and play The Body Electric, which is a Promethean The Created 2nd Edition game. If anything I've mentioned about the story told is interesting to you, you can find them on Twitter, Instagram, and pretty much any other social media platform, or you can check them out by searching The Story Told on whatever podcatcher you're using to listen to this episode. So down there in the description, we're going to have a link to the survey. We're going to have a link to our Twitch. We're going to have a link to the story told, but we're going to even have two more links. Uh, these are just small uh, explanations of references that we make this episode. So the first is going to be, I allude to a Pickle Pals full story. Uh, and that's because I do monthly short stories for certain tiers of our Patreon backers. And a couple of months ago, I wrote a full script of the Pickle Pals radio play that was in the beginning of Bang Bang. It's not required to understand any of this episode, but uh, if it's something that interests you, you can uh, check out our Patreon. I've also linked Welcome to Zarvia. It's a crossover episode we did with the history podcast Zar Power. Uh, Hallie actually ran that, and it involves the second murder of Julius Caesar in the country of Zarvia. So that is just a whole bunch of links. Pick one, pick your favorite, select it, send it to a friend, engage with it however you'd like, or just keep listening. Because this episode was a week out, we're going to continue on this new bi-weekly schedule until I can quickly do two episodes back to back. So our next episode, The State versus Irene Hawthorne Part 3 out of 4, will be releasing on Monday, February 13th. I'll see you then. So what do you do next? You know that Sammy Esther is supposedly somewhere in the building and Irene accessing her ghostly powers has accidentally turned invisible <laughs> and doesn't know how to unturn herself from invisible. And that's the hard move you get from overextends. Oh, no. oh my God. Christ. Um,
So I get, okay, for, I want to yell, Zeppelin, rise! <laughs> Turn on all the cameras! Hello, Oset. Yes, it's me, Oset Scuba. Uh, please turn on all the cameras everywhere so that we can see if someone's in the building. The wall becomes a kaleidoscope of cameras. Like oh, each this of is the, so just much. Everything around you, every surface is like, and it's like a square foot for each camera because there's so many. It'd probably be less. It'd be like a quarter of a square foot, like a half a foot and half a foot. It's small, essentially, and it's all, all over. Right. Like you're going to have to be moving over chairs and stuff. I'm moving over chairs and stuff. You're trying to find, uh, see if, see where Sammy Esther is? Yeah, I'm trying to see if Sammy is appearing on screen. Well, someone would be like, Irene, you there? Irene, kid! Irene! So I'm still in the room, right? I yeah. just did visible. You can be touched, you can be heard, but you cannot be seen. <laughs> that is the rule for phantoms, whereas ghosts, as we learned in Welcome to Zarvia, can be seen but are incorporeal because they get stabbed less than regular swords would stab them. <laughs> Hilda feels a flailing hand knock onto her forehead. Yeah. Uh, hello? Hello, I cannot see myself, but this is fine. So you have ghost phantom powers now? Yay. (laughs) Well, um, I guess Hilda's going to reach up to the pressure on her forehead so that she can, like, hold Irene's hand with her hand and say, I just won't let go, so we can't lose you. Aw, cute. Ooh, but now I can spy, (laughs) Irene says and pulls her hand away, and no one knows where she is again. Oh, God. Okay, (laughs) this is fine. All right, so you're you're looking around. Uh, Sparky, you were the one looking at the the cameras? Yeah. Give me an investigate. Investigate. And being skilled in that just gives me plus one, right? Uh, no, skills give you uh, advantage. Oh, okay. Malaita! Oh, yeah, boy! On my game! What do you want to know? Uh, where the hell is Sammy? That's what I want to know. <gasps> oh, fuck. Ruining plans! Ruining plans! Didn't expect me to roll a Malaita! Nobody expects that. And expect Hallie to roll well all fucking night. <laughs> this is coming from nowhere. Do we need to like take a moment to reset, Kyle? Looks like we've quacked the case. Quacked <laughs> the case. I. Where is Sammy? I I just need a second to think about this. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Because the answer is answer may surprise you. <laughs> Sammy is inside Irene. <laughs> Alone. We are all Sammy. It's the friends you made it's along the way. the friends way. you made. Okay, here's, here's, here's an answer. You check every feed. You see a bunch of people confused in the stadium still. <laughs> Chaz is trying to, like, announce things, but also you just see a Rasputin nursing, like, uh, a fake pregnant belly being like, Yeah, yeah! It's my baby. You see Oset is in just a different room. He's just crying. Uh, Similarly, Lucas Bang is in a different hallway, and he's just, like, bent over, heaving, clearly stressed out of his mind. Oh, Lucas. You do not see anyone or anything in all the cameras, and you are 100% sure that looks like Sammy Esther. Sammy is here, but you cannot see him. 
Oh, so he's invisible. He's going ghost. Can I sense him with my ghost powers? Danny Phantom does have ghost breath. We'll say, Irene, you can see the planes of invisibility. Sure, why not? That's what I'll give you for your <laughs> ghost powers. And you can see a couple of phantoms just chilling out and like, you don't see anything invisible that looks like Sammy either. Nothing. No one in this building resembles Dollman Sammy Aster. So it really is someone in a party city suit all along. Like, he has never actually been a ghost. Besides the names you just listed, do I see anyone else I recognize? I didn't think of something really mean. <gasps> Why would you do that? Take a GM intrusion. What? <laughs> I have a feeling I know what you're about to say. So excited for Maybelline to get out on bail. Yeah, that's gonna fucking suck. You see Maybelline sneaking into the building. Yeah, there she is. But she's still in the prisoner garb. She's not out on bail. And she's got Pepito on her shoulder. Pepito! Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Sparky pets all over her body looking for that godforsaken card and is like, what? And you pull out the card what? in the sleeve and Pepito is not in it. She's ah! <laughs> really upset. She never called in that mouse <laughs> once. It never answered her call, but it was her fucking mouse. Apparently it wasn't. Yep, nope. Out of character, she called uh, Pepito when you were in the room with her. When we were in the prison? Pepito, why would Pepito answer her call? She has the soul of a true duelist. Or it's the signature powers from the card sleeve. I was gonna say, I had Lucas Bang sign all those cards, but she's not Lucas Bang. No. Is she Lucas Bang? <laughs> no. <laughs> You know, I'll give you I'll give you one clue that was going to be the end of episode stinger, but I think I want to do this clue and then I'll give you one more room. As, as Sparky sees Maybelline, Hilda, you get a text back from your mother answering the question of whether she received a high clue in the mail. Oh, well, I didn't get anything like that, but and you have to you have to promise not to tell anyone because your mother may have done a thing that the overseers might have considered less than ethical. I may have, while cleaning up the documents, taken a couple of my own. Who hasn't, really? Just for, just for my own, you know, curiosity. And man, these contracts are terrible. And you can see there's a picture she sends you of a, of a contract. She had a paper of a contract from a former champion. This contract specifies that basically if you win the tournament, Scuba Corps basically gets to, like, have you work for them whenever they want. So, like, you're contractually obligated to a one-year tour circuit after you win. But then after that, they can just be like, at any point, like, three years down the line, we need you for six months. Two years after that, you need to do tours for a year. Like, it's a really bad contract with horrible pay. And after she sends it, she says, oops, oops, I forgot, I forgot to circle. I forgot to circle the important piece. And you see at the bottom the signature of this contract's champion. They're no one important, just some random winner from a few years ago. The signature that matters is actually the signature from the Scuba Corps rep, because that signature is for Maybelline Victoria. Motherfucker! For fuck's sake! I almost straight up asked, hey, is Miss Victoria on the, on the camera there? <laughs> Fucking... Sparky doesn't know this information yet, but she does know Maybelline is here with Pepito. So, um, she's... I, um, that... 
All right, Maybelline's here and she probably knows what's going on. So I said, we go to the, the place where she is on the camera. Do you see? She's in the room and we, and I said, we got, let's go question her. She's got the mouse. She's got the mouse. Kike, you remember Pepito? She's got Pepito. How the fuck did she get Pepito? How dare you bring the mouse to the conversation, <laughs> Sparky? But yes, I remember the mouse. Of course I remember the mouse. Mouse would started everything. We probably wouldn't be in this situation if it wasn't for the mouse somehow. Everything is probably connected. But fine, we can go question the person with the mouse. Somewhere Toucan's stomach grumbles. <laughs> he got all of them but one. No, Pepito. Alright, uh, so you're gonna go see Maybelline? We're gonna hunt down Maybelline. We're gonna hunt down Maybelline. Hilda's going to just fist into palm. Any particular room you want to meet Maybelline in? Um, where, well, does she look like she's going somewhere? I would like to surround her so that she cannot escape. Yeah, what if we, like, like, all of us are down one hallway, if she's by a hallway that spokes into a wheel with four sides like a square that's a wheel and we and we're all at the end of one hallway and we're like not today sister i love it do you convince kike and irene to go along with this you know it'd be really cool as if we all fanned out here because there is like a 99 percent chance she's gonna come this way so i think um we should position um um kike over there and then uh hold over here and irene oh, you're a phantom right now so it's not Quite the same effect, but... But that means Irene can sneak up on her more. True. What I would like to propose is to guide her towards me. (laughs) I will trip her, and she (laughs) will fall, and it will be funny. (laughs) Ha ha! Yes, that's very funny. Let's do it. Kike, you in? I... Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, for mechanical purposes, I declare Maybelline guilty. <laughs> Tell me what declare guilty does. Uh, I get one ongoing against her until the end of this scene slash confrontation. Okay, we'll give this to Emily because I think I'm going to just have all of your help count as a plus one towards Emily. So Emily, get plus two for... um. What move would this be? Let me look for tripping someone. I feel like it would have to be take a swing, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. You're trying to hurt her. Um, We want her to get that little, like, number mark on anime people's faces. Maybelline is rushing down the hallway. And she's like, I can do it. I can do it. I can get in. I can get all of the things and I can I can get out and then I can find my own way to get in charge of scuba core. Thank you so much a little friend and the necromouse squeaks and she says you know what I think I'm gonna call you little cutie. No! That's your name now little cutie. No it's not! And she turns down the hallway and she sees you Sparky. She backs up <clears throat> and goes down another hallway and sees Hilda also looking kind of menacing. She backs up she turns around, she sees Kike, who's just standing there. Yeah, he doesn't look particular. I mean, he might look menacing, but that's because he's just, like, upset at Sparky. <laughs> Casually approach convict. <laughs> he's just upset at Sparky dragging him into this thing. That's fair. She slowly backs up and runs back down the original hallway. And Irene, I need you to roll me. Take a swing with plus two. With plus two. In addition to your fierce. In addition to my fierce. Okay. So, yes, I did roll a five, but it is plus five. Oh! Plus five. So I rolled a 
10. Damn. All right, you get to, you, you hit Maybelline and you get one benefit. Some examples are you can take advantage forward or plus one ongoing against her for the remainder of the adventure. You can temporarily immobilize her. You can move her to a nearby position or you can do something else of your choice. Can I, can I throw her off her game? Like she's going to be more likely to admit stuff to us. Yeah, yeah, everyone gets a plus one ongoing against her for the remainder of this. Like, she's just kind of embarrassed. Yeah. Nice. Maybelline trips and falls over and, like, just flat on her face. Ah! And her hair, which is normally so cloudy, just flumps to the side next to her head. Pepito! Pepito turns over to you. Pepito, why are you with the bad lady? And he goes to check and make sure Maybelline's okay. (laughs) Yeah. And that's in and out of character. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I was just about to say, Sparky's taken this harder than she thought she would have for a mouse that she never used because it didn't like her (laughs) and didn't come out of the card. But, um, okay. That's how it is. That's fine. Yeah, okay. Maybe like... Go away. Leave me to die. I'd be a more beautiful dead than I am, whatever this is. Well, that's probably true. You have some answers before you're dead. Don't you mean... Questions to answer before you're dead. I do a backhanded comment against that, but I'm too... No, I... No, Maybelline, you're still on your... You're still on your A-game. Wow, you're really a... You are really a master of words to have to revise your own sentence right after saying it. Wow. You're really sad. I read this from nowhere, <laughs> towering over Maybelline. Ah, a ghost! A phantom. She's a phantom, and also, you're in big trouble. We need to know what you know right now. Need to know what I know about what? Who is Sammy Esther? Of course you care about Sammy. That's what everybody cares about. Everybody cares about Sammy. Here I am. In this, and she points to the outfit hideous thing, with your Necromon, and she points to you, and everyone still wants to talk about Sammy. Yeah, that's, of course. Of course, everybody wants to talk about Sammy. Sammy's high on the list of priorities right now. Unfortunately for you, it's Irene we care about. Mm -hmm. And to help Irene, we need to figure out why someone has been walking around in a raggedy boy suit. In a raggedy... A smirk goes across her face. What do you mean, suit? A suit from Spirit City, the one that's sitting in Mr. Scuba's office. The smile gets bigger, and she gets up and brushes herself off, and she's like, all right, little cutie, I think we need to show them what we know. So you follow Maybelline, and you end up in her office, and the office has been largely ransacked. Maybe. Or maybe it just always looked like this. (laughs) If I said Osetsukuba's office was maximalist, Maybelline's is even more so. Pink little hearts, pink little roses, pink, 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 with delicate splashes of white. All sorts of stuff all over the place, including a big pink computer. Like, it's not a flat screen. It's one of those old ones. It's like an old CRT monitor. And she starts fiddling through her drawers for things. I would like to blow on the back of her neck to make it feel like there's like a little <laughs> bug on there. It's not a it's not a necro it's not uh, one of the spider necromon, is it? 
Hilda will hold up a hand for a an invisible high five. <laughs> Irene shakes her head like now is not the time, rival. <laughs> but obviously she's still invisible. <laughs> so Hilda is just left hanging. So Hilda just gets no response. <laughs> oh, completely hanging. I'm sorry. She slowly lowers a hand eventually. Oh no. Okay, so what exactly do I get from this? We don't turn you in immediately. Immediately, I'm going to need a I'm going to need a number there, you cute little thing. That's going to depend on how good what you give us is. We will be very busy trying to help Irene if you give us something that can help us with this case. Hmm. How much do you care about your office? Why would you ask a question like that? <laughs> um, I um, I want to just take out like a like a sharpie. And I want to start making marks all over her maximalist pink stuff. <laughs> I could stop this at any time if I had information to keep me occupied. I don't, I don't know what you... I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, that doesn't matter to me. I make the marks bigger and then I start doodling like a skull, which I think clashes with her whole aesthetic. <sighs> at least at least make it pink. At least add some glitter. <laughs> please, please. Glitter. Now we're getting somewhere. And she reaches into a drawer, pulls out a packet. I want to blow on it <laughs> straight into her face. She looks at you like, ha ha, it's not even open. And as she says, it's not even open. Some glitter gets in her mouth. <laughs> okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. So Sammy, mm -hmm. each year, Scoopacor comes in to a town. One that has wonderful little oases or good old Osetsukuba to grab what he wants. And every time we find some schmuck to lead us places. Normally, this schmuck isn't anybody, just some random local, random yokel, if you will. Mm-hmm. Good one. But not Sammy. Oh, this little boy appears, and suddenly he's all Oset can think about, all he can talk about, his little rutabaga boy. Sammy this, Sammy that. Suddenly Maybelline isn't needed for things. Why isn't Maybelline good enough to grab rutabagas? Not that I want to grab rutabagas, you know. Yeah, so it seems like you were worried about a really, really silly little thing that didn't ultimately matter. It was everything. It was that. It was the presentations. It was his confidence. Well, I should know better than anyone that no one gets to Oset Scuba without ulterior motives. So I start looking into this rutabaga boy. And I notice a couple of things. Now, as a girl, you might not imagine this because she has a tacky orange, but I was a real big fan of that Raggedy Annie show. Well, I, I look and, you know, grab my little Andy doll and she pulls this little doll that looks like Sammy, but without the, like, coat and stuff. And it's a dead ringer. Well, then I start looking into other things. What has Sammy used Oset's ear for? Now, a lot of it were dinners and other frivolous entertainment events. But in addition to the dinners and shows and dances, there was something else. If you want to know what you want to know, all you need is this. And she slides a piece of paper to you, and you open it up, and you see a list of Necromon oases in the area. You see one that was in the National Park where you went in the cave and you found Rasputin. That one's been bought by Scubacore. You see one off the highway, 30 minutes out, been taken by Scubacore. You see Camp Lagoon, and you see that that was not purchased by Scubacore. And it says on the line, 
Purchase not recommended by Sammy Esther. Although the words Sammy Esther are a little distorted and ethereal, like they had been slapped onto reality the same way a paper can be crudely stapled on top of another. Did you cross out Sammy's name on this? Please, I never go near those things, and I was... And she looks at Booker. I was focused on other things at the time. So enlighten us. What, what does this all actually mean? Well, you answer me, you smart little thing. Why would someone who appears out of the blue and doesn't show his face not want someone to go to a necroman oasis? No? No takers from anyone? You can't be a necroman. She looks at you, Sparky, and smiles. And she presses a button on her computer. And it's a recording. Specifically, a recording of Hilda's voice. One of the kids heard something else underneath. A little... Like something moving around under the mud at the bottom of the lagoon. One of the kids reached down to grab it and instead felt something grab them. They could see it rising from the mud. At first it looked like a tall adult, but it was actually a mess of eels swarming from every arm, every limb. I... You do realize I made that up. That's not a real thing that I based on true event. Is is he really just a mass of necromon eels? Do the details of it really matter? Uh, yes. yes. It meant enormously. This is awful. Quite a bit. You wasted our time for this. In the meantime, I have drawn four eels on Maybelline's ball. <laughs> we don't have time to go out there ourselves and look either. But, but no, he's in the building. We already know he's in the building. So I I have a question. Yeah. There's like speakers, right? Like announcements that you could do over a PA system, right? Yeah. Would Maybelline have a PA system or would that be somewhere else? Give me an AP and you, she can have one. I have an AP. Okay. I will give you that AP. She has a PA system. Irene, still invisible, walks over to the PA system, slams her hand on it and says... Sammy, time's up. Get over here now, eel boy. How long do you wait? I don't know. Um, no time, because now he's just going to run away because he knows we're on to him. So, oh, that's true. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so, like, Sparky's, like, pinching the bridge of her nose. I'm like, ah, oh, now he's going to run. I'm not going to jail for you, Sammy Esther. Now we've got a runner. All right. One of us can still try to run back to the camera room, though. I'll go down to the front door and see if I can cut anyone off. Someone go for the cameras. We know a little bit more now. Maybe we'll see something that gives us a clue. So is, is there only one exit? Maybelline, where are the exits in this building? I mean, I know where the main ones are, but are there any secret ones? Someone who was fleeing a PA announcement would maybe take? Maybelline's gonna sign say, how much time does this get me? 20 seconds. Start running now. Up to 30. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Starting now. She pushes down a part of her wall and it slides open, revealing the back hallways that Oset Scuba used. Hell yeah. Tearing off. And she runs off. And as she runs off, she says, oh, by the by, now that I'm burning bridges and everything. And she throws a legendary access card to you and says, the password is Zeppelin Rise. And she runs off. I know. (laughs) I already figured it out. You're too late, Maybelline! I'm already shouting. She's gone. That's too bad. I'm still shouting. Uh, And as she leaves, you look down Sparky, 
and you see a mouse, a necromouse, just look at you for a second. If you want to go, she's probably, she's got a 30 second head start, little cutie. He looks down, saddened, <laughs> and runs off. He abandoned me first! In fact, I shout that after him. You abandoned me first! Why do you look sad? All right, so you're going to block the doors? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm- Anyone who's going to block me a door, roll take action. I want to watch the cameras. Okay. God. Is that plus something? Uh, plus fears for take action. Damn it. Nice, Ben and AP to roll with advantage. You certainly can. I got an eight. Seven. Uh, nine. Eleven. So you all, you all run out. Where does everyone else run? Hilda was headed to the front door. The first side door I can find. Time is not on my side. Yes. If I had done this, maybe I should have done it where we could, like, wasn't there a lockdown button? Ah, uh, there probably was. <laughs> maybe, maybe Kike, maybe Kike and Sparky realized that at the same time and are like, wait, maybe there's a <laughs> lockdown button and rush to grab it. Is there? Can we try that? I spend another AP to reach it or to have it closer. You know, for one AP, we can summon a thing. And then we summon the <laughs> lockdown <laughs> button. What if that thing was the lockdown button on a pedestal? How many AP would we have to spend to summon Sammy? Oh. <laughs> you give me... You give me four. Ooh. Four AP? Give me four AP between all of you. I have, I have one AP. I have one AP. Can I contribute one AP and do overextends? Irene. So we have one AP from everyone, right? Yeah, well, I need four AP total. Yeah, I'll contribute my AP too. Yes. Describe how you all do the lockdown button. I want to believe, if everyone likes this version, that as we're all scrambling in different direction, at some point, Sparky realizes something and, like, just slams down a PA button. The lockdown button! The lockdown button! And so each of us scrambles towards, like, a multi-part lockdown. Like, we all have to be holding down four buttons simultaneously. (laughs) I want to say that if that's the case, the one that Kike presses, like he notices he's like too far away to reach on time. So he grabs one of his hands, the, the, the hand from the Die Hard episode and tosses it like so that it reaches the lockdown button in a like slow-mo, like, I think there's no way to do this without answering some big questions about the case, but you all wanted to do it, so I hope that's all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We aggressively pursued our leads. We did. Very, very aggressively. As aggressive as a bandit. <laughs> We're two detectives, one investigative reporter, and one chemist in the making. <laughs> I'll come full circle. The doors slam, the alarm rings. The scuba core space scraper is on full lockdown, and you notice something by the front door. You notice a card. You go and get it. Yes. You grab a card by the lockdown front door, and you flip it over, and you see four eels. (laughs) the F? Just four eels. We found him. I could end it there, but there is, there's something about the Necrocard. Who's it signed by? A signature you've seen many times. A signature Sparky you have seen, in fact, 
249 times exactly. No! 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 The card is signed by Lucas Bang. No! Lucas! I'm going to flirt out a confession. It's fine. Fucking fine. Anyways, I think that'll be the ending stinger. And next time we're going to start with you uh, in court. We can do a little flashback to whatever like prep you did. But um, you have figured out woefully little of the timeline. Yeah, we figured out (laughs) almost nothing. You know the who, but not the how or the why. (laughs) We figured out jack and shit, except for Sammy is eels. But that's fine. Sammy is eels. He's four eels, specifically. He's four eels. I'm sorry, Mr. Scuba. I never meant to make you cry. I am am four four eels eels and not a guy. guy. We have to navigate telling him that his boyfriend was four (laughs) eels. God. Like, we have to to break that to him, and he's not going to be happy about it, which is going to complicate our case. (sighs) You remained very brave. Sparky lies a little bit to make him feel better. He smiles. He's a okay, proud good. big boy. He's a bit. He's a proud boy. He's a big boy. That's what I want. Yeah, he's a proud boy. He's a big. Oh, oh no, he's, he's, a not, a proud, he's <laughs> not a proud boy. He's not a proud boy. Excard that. Cut this, please. He is. Ju- he is. He is just a big boy. He's just a big boy who was proud of himself. <laughs> I love how everybody slowly realized that. We don't need an alt-right militia, but maybe it was a Freudian slip. <laughs> because out of character, uh, Lucas Bang is still my top suspect. Well, my top suspect is Alina. It's true. Al- Alina has been everywhere Lucas Bang has been. But counterpoint, Lucas has been every place Alina has been. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they did it together. Yes. They're an item. It wasn't me, Melina, I had to worry about all along. How tragic that would be on so many fronts. <laughs> you know, for so many people. For mainly Sparky. I No, I think mainly for me. <laughs> Not Alina's wife. Hailey <laughs> <laughs> And child. 23 years ago, Pickle had a case. It was the final case of Pickle. If you're curious about the story, you can find the whole 22-page episode over at patreon.com slash questfriends. You can also listen to part of the episode as part of a Pickle Pals radio broadcast on episode three, Bang Bang. We're bringing, we're bringing in lore tie-ins. <laughs> we're no better than Star Wars now. <laughs> you gotta. The finale Ace Attorney case, it's gotta relate to something that happened That's... in the past. It's vital. Oh my god. True. The DL6 and do. Anyways, what 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 else happened, Sparky? I'm fully expecting a reveal like Oset is Sammy or something like that. Because we've never seen them together. Except we have. You saw them together on the security <laughs> camera. Oh yeah, that's right. Never mind. <laughs> Alina is Sammy all along, <laughs> making her prime suspect. Just like have we seen Maybelline and Sammy Esther in the same room at the same time at all ever? <laughs> Hilda and Irene did. They saw her introduce Sammy oh, yeah. at the beginning of the tournament, and she seemed to hate his guts. 
and we know Chaz and Sammy have been in the same room together. I love that you're making a list of who's been in the same room as Sammy Esther. You can add this to your court record, by the way. Just a list of who's been in the same room. That's kind of what we need at this point. And like pickle people are like, Christ, is Elliot Sammy? Have we ever seen Elliot and Sammy in the same room? We didn't get a chance to ask Maybelline about the McManor stuff. Yeah, Victoria. No, but did you relay that information i didn't actually get the chance yet but i assume that before the case you all know the court record between then okay but i think well because i was going to grill her on it during that scene but i couldn't be sure that sparky knew at that time yeah i didn't actually but i think it's really really funny if sparky doesn't know until after maybelline has like vamoosed it's like he'll like oh by the way this is what my mom said. And then Sparky just loses her shit all over again. 